Welcome back to What the Fuck is Going On, the only podcast where 100% of the talent is asthmatic. We were reporting live from Tatooine. New York City is coated in a blanket of Donald Trump's makeup. It's orange AF. Um, We have that. We have Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and the COVID slash technocratic censorship that is taking over our society. And CNN's CEO, Chris Licht, has stepped down. We have all that and more coming up right now. Since we've seen the audience, yes. We been have, a minute since a lot of things. You and I have been gallivanting across disparate European islands. Staying in the northern hemisphere, though. How was Iceland? Iceland was great. Yeah. You suck any Reykjavik? <laughs> How long have you been holding that one? I actually literally just thought of that. I'm very it was proud great. Of yeah. I sucked a ton of Reykjavik. Um, Love that was when that happens. Beautiful country. If anybody ever has the opportunity to go, they should definitely go. Um, How was England? How was Ireland? England and Ireland were good. Saw the fam, hung out. Did you see uh, the king? Did you suck his cock? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm way older than his preferred. Uh, his 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 brother's a rapist. I don't know if you. You don't have enough adrenochrome for him. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I've used all mine up. Um, England, Ireland, Iceland were all beautiful. I, Ireland was like the nicest weather I've ever seen while I've been there. And compared to today's orange apocalyptic hellscape was a, a stark difference. Um, it is pretty crazy here right now. Right. So wildfires in Quebec, I think, or like... No, I think you're right. I think it's yeah, Quebec. Yeah, have uh, inundated the American East Coast with like smog, like basically just... It, it smells... It actually, if you're not from like... The Northeast. It actually smells like something is burning everywhere. It smells like I've just got home from a bonfire every time I go into any kind of building. Yeah, and there is just I'm, we're gonna put pictures up here, and also the map of the uh, air quality index, which puts New York at over 300 at times, which is right now it's well New York is different. New York's gonna be a lot worse, but right, right here. In- New Jersey. It's yeah. Just tell people where I live, bro. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you beep that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Two fifty one. We are where we are which, now. Which is horrific. I think like eighty is supposed to be like decent. Well, anything under a hundred is good air quality. Which I also don't even trust. That like that is probably they're probably like, it's good for a post industrialized society where everyone's. Well, I hope they just highball it rather than lowball it in terms of like oh like. 
under a hundred is good, but really like anything over anything under a hundred is like excellent. Yeah, I think it's the exact opposite. I, I, I can see that. And, and not only that, I think that probably when they tell us it's a hundred, it's really probably like one fifty. So we're probably in like five hundred. Well, now there's no reason to lie. It's just three hundred. Everything after three hundred is like it doesn't fucking matter. Unless you're actually like breathing really... and chunks of like blocks are going in your mouth. And you go outside and you just see it. You could see it. You could smell it. And uh, because of that, like the AQI in New York over 300 today is the worst in the world. Like at times, like yeah, worst crossing between New Delhi and I think places in like Afghanistan where they just burn rubber for like and food. I'm, I mean, like, I don't know, but this seems like it. I mean, depending on which way the wind is blowing, literally. Uh, if they don't tame the fire, I feel like this could just be like an ongoing thing. Um, I actually have no idea. I don't really. I guess it's just weather patterns. Like I don't. Well, right. I mean, well, how long did this stuff in California go on? It seemed like a long time before they got that under control. It also happens more often there, though. Like it's not really one wildfire; it's a bunch. All right, on well, and off, that, on and that's off. true. But this is at least on the East Coast. It seems to be. I don't want to say an anomaly, but um, this is bigger than what we're used to seeing. Oh, big time. And I don't know. I mean, if they, they can't put it out. I mean, the fire is still burning. The, right. And it, if the wind's blowing south, I, this might become like a – this better not be, be every Wednesday, you know? <laughs> I, like you normal. said, 100% asthmatic podcast. This isn't good for us. Woo-hoo! Yeah, this is not good. Not good at all. Um, although, I like, I haven't noticed any difference in my breathing, but – no, me neither. I actually they let us out of work early today. Oh, sick! Because of the uh, air quality, that would be like a, a nice little silver lining to like a a post apocalyptic world. Just hey, hey, pollution days, like snow days. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. And I'm actually, I mean, hopefully they just like call it for tomorrow. That'd be sweet. Probably not. <laughs> but um, sleep with a, a rusty spoon under your pillow, or I maybe just, like a carburetor. Uh, I just went and played golf. Nice. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have done that. What's the uh, – have you ever seen that video of George Bush where he's like – like he's on a golf course and the press is here and he's like, we will not give in to terrorists. Now let now me, watch his drive. Watch me stripe this or whatever the hell he watch, says. Yeah, yeah, he goes, watch, watch his drive. Absolutely legendary. We need someone back like that. Oh, well, Trump was kind of like that. He didn't give a fuck. But like – But like we like, – I, I just want our presidents like – He was blatant about it where Bush I, was just like, this is just who I am. I just want a president who's funny for the right reasons. And like not because he's like can't stand and is falling on over bicycles and shit. Like, all right, well, did you that, see Biden's last fall? Yeah, I did. That it was, was so bad, it was ridiculous. bro. I mean, and like I, <laughs> I hate watching that. I really hate watching that. It's like the fourth time I've had. I really hate watching that. I love it. But going back to what you just said, you want a funny president? Well, like who's like actually funny, like for the right reasons, not because he's either. So senile he can't stand straight, or like right. so blatantly like uh, I don't even know the word for Trump anymore. Like he's just like such a character that he it's doesn't like, care. No, he just goes up and he calls Ron DeSantis gay. Did he do that? I think he did it a while ago, but he, he called the Ron point DeSantis is he just gets up there and he's just like I'm, I'm just gonna call you a name, and then everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rand Paul is ugly. But who do you got? You got Trump. DeSantis, Biden, and then who's going to run right. against Biden on the Democratic side, you think? So, and this is what I want to talk about because— Good segue. So, yeah, great say. segue. Um, best part about segues is pointing them out, too. It's my favorite part. <laughs> um, so, officially now in the Democratic um, 
primary is Biden, Marion Williamson, and Robert F. Kennedy Jr., um, who I wanted to talk about today. Um, but also, just two days ago, um, Cornell West, who is a Harvard professor and um, sort of like quasi-socialist, like public intellectual, um, just announced he's going to be running under the People's Party, which is like a controversial, newly formed third party that's trying to brand itself as like not part of this partisan Wait, who is divide. this? Who's His name's Cornell West. Okay. And he's been, like, a lot of people who are familiar with politics or, like, sociology will be familiar with him because he's been on a lot of podcasts. And, like, his his message is, like, he's purely, like, he calls everyone brother and sister. Like, he's even, he's like, like, he doesn't, he's not a fan of Trump, but he's always, like, brother Trump. Like, that's, like, the type of person he is. He's, like, a, uh, he's anti-war. That freaked me out. Why? Brother Kevin. Yeah, brother Kevin, come here. Why? I'd be, like, uh, I don't know. That, that would just, like make me uncomfortable so he's he's a progressive self-defined progressive but he's trying to court trump voters from the left Mm -hmm. and saying like like you guys you know you voted for trump maybe not because you're racist or or homophobic but maybe just because you needed uh you know you just had such little faith in the system that now like this is your last chance and that is sort of the um the avenue that i think marianne williamson is going for on the left and to a certain degree, RFK as well. Um, and RFK as actually, this CNN poll has him... I, w- I want to read a couple things out from this CNN poll. Um, but it has him with 20% of the vote for the Democrats, which is a lot for a third-party candidate who's been... Well, he's not third-party, but for a quote-unquote fringe candidate who like the media has maligned and said he's uh, an anti-vaxxer and like all this other stuff. is Part of the reason why I wanted to talk about him is because just two days ago, Two of his interviews on YouTube, one with Mike Tyson, where he said that the CIA killed his dad. With Mike Tyson? Uh-huh. Okay. And another one with Theo Vaughn, who, uh, like, they YouTube removed that for COVID misinformation. But honestly, you, like, you look skeptical, but, like, he, RFK said it, the 2024 election is going to be won by podcasts. That is the new media. Joe Rogan gets four times what Tucker Carlson gets, which is ten times what CNN gets. Like... He is bringing his message to audiences that may not, you know, people who are disillusioned with cable news, with the mainstream, and now he's getting censored for it. No, that's – it's a fair approach, like, in terms of, like, a way to go about it because it's definitely a different uh, – I don't want to say demographic because you, you probably still get the same demographic if you were to go the same way. But uh, you almost, like – corner an audience sure in a way because you, like, you do have I'm to. very faithful to like my podcasts and stuff and in a way when you when you listen to a podcast almost religiously week after week you build a trust for them you definitely know? you build a relationship with the audience so whether or not they actually agree with having that person on i can see how a listener can i don't know i guess synonymously say okay like they approve of this guy you know he's okay right let me go along with it so from that angle i can i agree with it and i can you know i can see where they're coming from but theo vaughn and who's the other one mike tyson and mike tyson what's wrong what what like what makes you trust them less than you would anderson cooper or Uh, sean hannity i guess it's just like the what the fuck does theo vaughn and mike tyson know about politics 
why do they have to know anything to, to let someone come and speak? Like, that's the thing to me is like, it's a, and this poll, it's a sign that everyone, people who don't know a lot are like, uh, starting to see the chinks in the armor of like what has been presented to us as the, you know, the reality of the Western world. Like th- this is like Mike Tyson does a fuck ton of mushrooms. Like he's someone who kind of has a he's relatable, I guess. Yeah. But also just has a different perspective. Like, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to get the numbers for this poll. Um, so 20% of these Democrats slash democratic leaning independents who are registered to vote were polled by CNN. And 20% of them said they currently support RFK, and 44% said they would consider. Now, that is versus Biden. Biden has 60% support. What do you think? In terms of what? Who do you think pulls it out at the end? I just, There's no way that the Democratic establishment lets RFK win on their ticket. There's just no way. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. Because first of all, they're not even going to debate. Biden has already said that there's no debate. Why? Because he'll get embarrassed. Biden will get embarrassed. Yeah, especially if it's RFK and but how Williams. is that not like a thing? Like, wh- why? I mean, I guess I didn't know, so I, maybe the average American doesn't know. But, that's part of it. Um, to me, I'd be like, I mean, that, that's a red flag, I guess, for lack of a better it term. It should be. And unfortunately, the way the system is set up is that's the only consequence. Because there's no one that can force Biden to debate. Because the debates are held by the DNC, the Dem- Democratic National Committee, who are... Uh, very, very adamant in not having a reform candidate. They want someone who's going to go with the status quo, keep everybody who's getting paychecks right they now from Big Pharma. stepping out of line and fucking Correct. up the big uh, group party that they have Correct. going on. Which RFK very, like, he, he comes in right away and goes, CAA killed my dad and <laughs> Dr. Fauci is a war criminal. Like, he comes right out and says that shit. The problem is... That's what we need, though, like, in a way. We need somebody to rock the fucking boat. I don't know if that's the guy that we need to rock the boat. Well, but... I mean, is he... Like, this is a guy who, first of all, has the uh, sort of respect for the system, quote-unquote, to still run as a Democrat when all sort of conventional wisdom points to him probably faring much better as an independent. But he's still kind of, like, he wears his suits and he go Like, he also, like... To be fair, he's done interviews with, like, CNN and, and Fox News, and, like, he does all this stuff. But he still, besides the uh, anti-vax stuff, is, like, a somewhat traditional candidate. Like, he has policies. Versus Donald Trump, who is just, like, entire candidacy is just built on, like, spectacle and, like, being a movie star. Just calling the other person a loser. Right. So, like, this might be our last shot at, like, someone who's radical but not uh, dangerous. You know what I mean? Well, if I don't think I'm going to be, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of time between now and then, but I, where it stands right now, I, I don't think I'll be voting blue. Um, but as long as Joe Biden keeps tripping on stage, I think RFK has a chance. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, and I think someone else, came, someone came out the other day. I think it was, oh, it might have been someone in the Democratic Party. Someone like admitted that like Biden's age is obviously like an issue. It's something that Americans should be. It's definitely an issue. I mean, like I, I saw this video that's been circulating on Twitter of him, I, I guess, speaking in the House or wherever when he was, I mean, not that much younger, but probably like early 60s. 
like he still had it though. He had it. Yeah, you, yeah, you could yeah, you yeah. could tell just by the way he's speaking. Yeah. Um. Very cerebral. Very uh, articulate. Right. And now you just you know it, you could put that next to anything he's done over the last four or five years. He's just a shell of himself. And I mean, it. it how can you support that guy and not understand that like he he's obviously a puppet. Um. For and, sure. and like this country deserves better like we we really do i mean I'm, I'm not saying that better is republican or you know one way or the other it just it's it's better than throwing up 80 year old candidates that either point the finger and call somebody a loser or need flashcards to know what the fuck is going on in a, a like a simple press conference right you know right I completely agree. That's why, I, I, I mean, who knows? It's a, a long way between now and November, but November 24. But um, I like right now, Kennedy would probably have my vote if, you know. I think right now DeSantis would have my vote. Interesting. Well, that's an, that's an interesting case too because I, that's another guy who I think uh, probably isn't going to beat the behemoth. Like, right. I, I yeah. agree with you too. Like I – I think it's very interesting, though, these candidates. Uh, I think it's important, one, to uh, legitimize and cover third-party candidates like Corn- Cornell West just to show people that there are still options. Like, we live in a duopoly. I've said that in this podcast before, like a corporate-controlled right versus left. They have their fake fights so that people can be distracted, and then also they both take the money from the same companies, same big pharma, corporations, Raytheon, Boeing, BlackRock, like the banks. But... The only thing that's actually uh, holding that system in place is America's collective belief that it's the only option. So if you can make God bleed, you can start to show people that they might not have to believe in him anymore. If you can show that, look, our, and RFK's uh, policies are now informing other candidates and how they run. RFK and DeSantis both are kind of... Um, RFK is like a hardliner on COVID, but even DeSantis was kind of like his main differentiation between him and Trump and that he's hammered hard is, look, when it came to COVID, I kept my state open. Trump rolled these vaccines out and told everyone to take them, which whether or not that's true, Trump has both claimed credit in circles where it would give him credit for it and also denied it in circles where they would not like him being for the vaccine. But Trump today, some of like came out with a, a, like a kind of anti-COVID policy. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Did he truth it? N- well, I think he probably did truth it. I don't. I stopped paying attention to Truth Social. Um, I'll have to pay attention to. Although I did have to, I wrote. An article I still can't believe he hasn't come back to Twitter. I know, right? You think he might if DeSantis starts giving him a run for his money? I'm well, sure. I, I think that's a good way to almost gauge his, uh, I, don't know, I guess, worry level, because. I mean, what, yeah. what's his following on Twitter? It's over 100 million. Is it? Let's find out. Because it's just... Uh, I know his... 86, I don't, 86 million. 86 million. And I mean, I don't know what truth is, but I can't sniff that. And no way. And even if they say they do, they're lying. As a person running for president, to not use that platform to, I don't know, reach as many people as you can I, I just feel like that would be malpractice in a way i agree but he's not the most rational or commonsensical man in the world oh, so. that's very true 
RFK might have deleted his tweet because uh, was it smart for him to delete it? I don't know. Oh, here it is. I found it. Trump. So this is from the chief nerd, whoever that is. Trump vows to investigate big pharma for rise in autism, infertility, and illness among children. In recent decades, there has been an unexplained and alarming growth in the prevalence of chronic illnesses and health problems, especially in children. We've seen a stunning rise in autism, autoimmune disorders, obesity, infertility, serious allergies, and respiratory changes. It's time to ask what is going on, which is like basically everything that RFK has been saying for the past 20 years. I don't love that. And RFK replied, I love this brand of plagiarism and invite all other presidential candidates to follow suit. I don't love that only because I don't like the ammo it gives, like corporate shills to say, look how similar Kennedy and Trump are. Like they would be the same thing. Trump, Kennedy is a Trojan horse. He's a Republican running as a Democrat. People only say that because the Democratic Party has moved so far left that a person who called themselves a Democrat in the 80s would now be considered a Republican. But there is, first of all, Trump is only saying this because he's, it's going to play to his base. Well, yeah, it's going to rally his base, I, and that's what he needs right now. He needs – I guess I don't really know what he needs right now because, I mean, it is pretty early. But yeah. I feel like – And I'm going to keep up with that on this podcast. But. It's it's like I can see his, uh, I guess, screen time starting to ramp up ever so slowly. I don't think he ever puts the phone down. I just think he, you know – picks and chooses when to blast his well show. i'm not even talking about like him i'm talking about other people oh giving him the airtime yes airtime yes the same people who said that he's the biggest uh um institutional threat to american democracy in 200 years also say but also we need our clicks so throw them up there yeah so i think that's gonna i think it's just gonna continue to pick up i mean yeah and if he does win that'll be the reason again that he wins. Right. And so, listen, I could go on about the election and these primaries for fucking hours, but I think that kind of gives us another good segue into the last thing I wanted to cover because Trump and CNN, they kind of have this weird uh, toxic relationship where they kind of need each other. Mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, the CNN town hall, I think, which they're now... Um, is CNN a mess right now? Like, what's yes. going on? CNN is an absolute mess right now. Their um, CEO just stepped down today, Chris Licht. And this isn't too far after Don Lemon, right? I mean, Don Lemon got fired um, right. at the same time as Tucker. But I mean, it's like, I know. It, yeah. it was like, what? Almost like the same day. Yeah. But um, I don't know. You fire one of uh, your most prominent hosts. And your CEO within a month, right? And I so what I believe happened, and and granted, this is not all public information. This is kind of what I'm gleaning out of the public information. I do believe it was Chris Licht who fired Don Lemon, because Chris Licht kind of came in and said, "Okay, uh, people don't trust us anymore." Who's Chris Licht? The guy, the CEO, who just got fired. Okay, all right. He he kind of came in and said, "People don't trust us anymore," and this is actually. Um, the, so the Atlantic did a big profile on him last Friday, and that kind of is what led to this firing because they basically shit all over him. Um, uh, and so this is something he said during that interview. He said, Chris Slick said about um, his own network. In the beginning, it was a trusted source. This crazy thing, no one understands it. Help us make sense of it. What's going on? 
And I think then it got to a place where, oh, wow, we got to get, keep getting those ratings. We got to keep getting the sense of urgency. He's talking about the pandemic and their coverage of it and COVID. And he goes, people walked outside and they go, this is not my life. This is not my rea- not my reality. You guys are just saying this because you need the ratings. You need the clicks. I don't trust you. He said that about CNN, which everybody else in the world has said about CNN, except for the people that live in delusion that work there. They all freaked out. They were all like, this is, you can't say this. Like, this is so irresponsible. Like, you know, uh, Brian Stelter, the fucking Humpty Dumpty, the guy who, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he got fired a while back too. And I, I, I imagine that was licked as well. He basically just like retweeted, you know, signal boosted everybody at CNN and all these people at these other organizations like the Atlantic, like this fucking like cartel of opinions that like you, if you're in the circle, you have to think this. If you don't think this, we send everybody, we sick them on you. Yep. Like that's what happened to this guy licked. It's just terrible. I mean, it's fucking awful. And, and I want to point out that, um, hold on. It's a scary time. It's it's really interesting, the time that we're living in. Yeah, it is. Right now. Like, very, very interesting. But also very scary, just because I, I think it's it's so fragile. Uh, Chris Licht, the embattled uh, chairman and CEO of CNN, whose uh, tenure was really marked by a series of severe missteps. He will be departing uh, the company effective immediately. That's according to uh, Chief Executive uh, David Zaslav, who heads parent company Warner Brother Discovery. He made that announcement to staffers on the daily editorial call um, and said that he has implemented three seasoned executives to take hold of the company in the interim. Those executives include Amy Antelis, Virginia Mosley, and, uh, and Eric Sherling, and they'll lead the company alongside newly installed Chief Operating Officer David Levy. This really caps a tumultuous year for CNN that has you know, seen shrinking profits, uh, programming missteps, and really low employee morale. And so David Zaslav is hoping that these three executives who he's installing uh, can really right the ship and get everything back on track before a new leader is ultimately named. He said that process, that search process for the new network chief will will not happen overnight. It will take some time. And so they're hoping they can right this ship and get back to the news. CNN has been breaking a lot of news lately, and they want that to be the focus of the organization. So, you know, basically, if, if you just heard that video, you would think, wow, CNN was doing great. And this guy licked came along and fucking mm-hmm. destroyed everything. But I'm, we're, I'll put these up for the viewers. Here's an article from Forbes from February 21st, 2022. CNN's ratings collapse. CNN's ratings collapse. Primetime down nearly 70% in key demo. Key demo is 25 to 54. Um, same article. A review of ratings data compiled by Nielsen shows the internal chaos of the network is mirrored by deep declines in viewership across all day parts, total day and primetime. All right, so he's he's the whipping boy. He's the, uh, the scapegoat, if yes. you will. So that was February 21st, 2022, that article. And he was hired exactly a week later. So he was hired to come in and clean up a mess. And fix it. Correct. Didn't get fixed. Did and... not get fixed. But his th- you know, he fired Stelter. He fired Lemon. He is coming out and saying on, you know, in profiles, in other liberal, like the Atlantic is a liberal outlet, mm-hmm. saying people don't trust us. My job is to get our trust back, stop being sensational, and start doing the news again. No, 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 no. You can't do that. You have to be... Sensational. You have to be a DNC mouthpiece or, you you know, like, you made a good point earlier about, like, how uh, politicians running for president kind of have to 
find their audience. Like, have to choose their own people and then go for them. That's what the news does, too, today. It used to be we had three networks, and you just put out what you put out, and people liked what they liked, and CNN, Fox, and no, there's so much data and tools now to find people that you go, okay, we want to go for this market capture. Dude, like and this segment likes uh, COVID is the truth. Anybody who speaks against it is sacrilegious. This network likes Russiagate was real. This market, like, you have to tell, you have to coddle people and play into their pre-existing notions or else you won't be able to sell fucking diapers and Cheez-Its on your commercials. Like, I think it's, it's way simpler even than that. I think it, it's almost like a like a, uh, a TikTok template or like an Instagram template where it's like, okay, like ass out, that sells. Ass out is the COVID vaccine. <laughs> yes, that sells. correct. Uh, tits out, that that's sells. That's Trump. So yeah, that's yeah. Trump. Yeah. Tits are, is Trump. That T- sells. Yeah. Uh, Trump the know, titty boy. People like falling or, or whatever. That's literally Biden actually falling. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's the same fucking thing. Right. And we, they just we crave it. we crave sensational violence and pornography, basically, as a culture, and <laughs> yes, as a species. Yes. No, we seriously do. Yes. But it's supposed to be the news's fucking job to say, do no, that, no, don't do look that, there. Look here. Do this that is twenty-three what's other hours a day for this one hour a day. Eat your vegetables. Figure out what the fuck is going on so you can be a responsible, informed citizen. No, fuck you. Here's Snooky like saying that she'd blow Trump in a bathroom. Like, whatever it is, like, like, and that's that's, that's what the news is now. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's why it's so funny to see them like criticize him for maybe making the call to have Trump on, because they need Trump. They're the people who. I mean, I I took a class. I was I was in college, twenty sixteen, taking a class about elections, about covering elections in journalism school, and we like found out our professor was like. This is the most free airtime that anyone any one candidate has ever gotten. And he was a fringe candidate at the time, but they they just saw the money going through the roof every time they flashed his face and he got more free airtime in the history of American politics. And I think it's going to happen again. I uh, see now I think it's going to be a little different because there are now classes taught in journalism schools how to cover Trump, which I think is part of the problem. It, like people just thought he was so wildly different that they have to change the format of journalism. The reality is he's actually basically governed like a run-of-the-mill Republican. Cut taxes, military budget went up, harsh on immigration. Like, he didn't do a lot of things that were outside of the scope of normal politics. He just said and yes. looked and talked exactly. like things. And they turned that into, oh, he's Hitler. Come watch <laughs> the He's Hitler network. We are literally the only network showing you live coverage of Nazis. Everyone else is... Pretending that doesn't exist, like this is the place to watch it. Like that's what they're selling. So and this guy comes in and goes, "Well, we're just going to do the news. Can we? Is everyone all right?" That and they're like, "Absolutely not." What? Do you think they won't be able to paint him in that picture this time? I think they already are. You know, unfortunately, everybody today kind of already has their mind made up about most things. Like we try to be open minded here, but like that's true for the most part. The people who think, and I guess maybe that's the problem because instead of trying to change everybody's mind and right. trying to like debate things they just play to what works right exactly well that's where we come in that's why i think podcasts are going to be the future or like independent media like i said joe rogan gets easily 40 million viewers it's crazy an episode no it's crazy which is like people like cast that off they're like oh it's fucking and it's it's crazy too because like I said before, like I have my podcasts that I, I listen to religiously. He, he's not 
one of them. Like it, it just like I only listen like when I like the guest. When I like yeah, the topic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think we are unique listeners in terms of that. Oh, definitely not. So But that's the thing too. That's the crazy has, thing about Rogan is that he will have somebody who won't watch most episodes. Right. But then he'll have 20 million people that watch only one episode because they're like, oh, but I do love Bernie Sanders. He, they're like, oh, but I do like want to see this person. He has enough people on that, I guess, the general public uh, likes and I don't want to say adores, but that's uh, what we're trying to go to. Approves of. I'm going to get me some guests soon. That he can almost build like niches for those people around that and then i think that's the interesting thing about rogan and about podcasting in general is you kind of don't like need to be the successful ones aren't really that niche the most successful podcasts are people literally just talking shit yeah like nine times out of ten or the murder mysteries that all the girls like <laughs> i like the murder mysteries too so don't you wow know, call me just lost some respect for you bro come on I um but that's kind of I, I I just kind of wanted to get into that stuff with RFK and and Licked because the kind of theme of today I feel like is just like apocalypse now. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but no, but not even actually. Disregard the um the absolute f- dude. The edibles kicking it right now. Um, the weighted blanket's coming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just kind of wanted to cover the like narrative shift the sort of very focused like there's something happening online when people step out of the accepted opinion you get maligned as an anti-vaxxer you know somebody who is dangerous a conspiracy theorist like they're calling rfk you say something as audacious as maybe the uh worldwide news network should just be a news network and not um reality tv and you get fired and lambasted online like people are starting to see through that that is coming to a head like we're seeing rfk 20 percent. i think it's gonna be a i do think it's coming to a head yeah i'm not saying it's gonna be 2024 i i honestly truly believe if i had to put my money on it that 24 is gonna be biden trump again i agree with you i hope it's but no, here's I mean, the thing. I don't know enough about RFK. Here's I, the thing, dude. Nobody wants that. Nobody. I'm, I don't want any of them. Let me find this poll again. I don't want anybody. I, 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 I mean, everybody sucks. Everybody dude, sucks. Dude, I mean, sucks. honestly, at this point, I think we could argue that it would be best just to call it a day. America's done. Everyone go back home. Remember that episode of The Office when they had no manager for like a week and everyone got their work done? <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's just leave everybody alone. We'll do our shit. If it doesn't work in a year, someone can come back. This is a. So, this is from that same CNN poll from earlier. Just listen to this, though. Thinking ahead to next year's election for president, if Joe Biden won the election, would that be a disaster for this country? 66% said yes. Really? Yeah. Just bilaterally, like. 66% of everybody. Let's look at it by the Dems versus. 31% of Dems said it would be a disaster setback so if Joe Biden won. It's a 50 split. But, but a third of his own party doesn't want him to be the president oh, next year. Oh, 31% of that 66%. No, 31% of Democrats. 66 was everybody. Right. So it's more what than two-thirds. That six beats, what percent of that 66 is Democrats? Um, I don't know. I can't, I'm not good at math. But just the Democrats is 31%. Okay. 
So I, who knows? There's a chance. You're, I'm saying there's a chance. Twenty percent. Of, by the way, this think, is I don't this is a CNN think, poll. This is not like fucking if, Rasmutin. If if we were to take the four candidates that we brought up before, Biden, DeSantis, Trump, RFK, mm-hmm. I would put Trump, not Trump, uh, Biden. At least for me, and I really do hope. Let's look at the betting odds. I I would put uh, Biden. I'd put Biden four. RFK three. This is who you want. Is this what you're saying? Or no? If I was going to actually guess the betting odds, oh, Biden for Biden's number one, bro. Really? Yeah. Okay, so then yeah, I guess what I want: Biden for RFK three, and then uh, DeSantis two, and Trump would be well. If it's what I want. DeSantis one, Trump two, but wow, uh, you'd rather have Trump than Robbie? No, I'd rather have DeSantis. If Trump's two, then you'd rather have Trump, Trump than no, Kennedy. No, 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 no. I'm. Wait, wait. Yes, Just... yes, I'd rather have Trump than than wow. Robbie. Okay, mine would be RFK one, for sure. And then I don't know, man. Maybe probably Trump, and then Ron, and then Biden. Um, I dude, I I don't like Ron DeSantis. I don't think he's uh. I don't think he's the answer. I think he's another corporate guy, who's gonna. He went to Yale and Harvard, bro. Give me a fucking break. Do you think he's? I just. I can't watch another eighty-five-year-old man stand up there. That's true. It's probably gonna happen though. I I, I really really can't. And I mean. I feel like most people from Florida like it down there. I feel like they're pretty happy with go- what goes on in their state. Yeah, well, it's also sinking, so. Well, he didn't do that. That's true. But he, <laughs> he, he ain't exactly done anything to help either. No, that's true. That's fair. That's fair. And I think he's very much hoping that by the time it's a problem, he's the president. And it's like, well. Well, I'm surprised, actually, that he, um, uh, maybe not surprised, but he could have just waited. Another till Trump was gone. Yeah, yeah. I think he just saw the moment of like, this guy's probably going to jail. Let me hop in there. Maybe like during the the Mar-a-Lago. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. He also like did like the weirdest stuff. He just like went to Japan for like two weeks as like the governor of Florida. Like nobody does that unless they're running for president. Like why would the governor of Florida be in Japan? Or he's hiding documents there. That's where they're gonna find the next. Well, the next ones. If he's doing that, then he's definitely gonna be the president. Because apparently that's <laughs> yeah, a fucking exactly. national that's pastime. A, that's a prerequisite for these geezers. I'm not gonna lie though. It would be nice just aesthetically to have a guy that like still had like skin not stretched all over. Speak. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand like a lot of people didn't love Obama, but he was so well spoken. He was very captivating. Even if yeah. you didn't know what the fuck was going on, yeah, you were just like, all right. I feel good about yeah, this. Yeah, you got like a half chub. You're like, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is, but I like it. Yeah, like we yeah. got him. <laughs> yeah. That's I, I also the, that's another like reason I wouldn't mind Trump being back though, is just because uh it's fun to watch him talk. Like it's not the same like, oh wow, this guy knows what and he's that's doing Obama, but why he is captivating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. And like what you said before, like he did do a lot of good stuff. He just Said a lot of bad stuff. That's pretty much it. He also did a lot of bad stuff. He did put those kids in cages. And uh, Biden, Biden's Biden doing did, it too. Yeah, Biden's I was going to say. Obama, like, I mean, Jesus Christ. Obama built the cages. Let's be like, like <laughs> that's my problem with like politics is like every time someone like thinks they agree. He's like, well, look what they're doing. It's like, oh, well, like you just said, they built the cages so yeah, that they could put yeah, them in the cage. Exactly. All right. I think that's a good place to end it. 
good luck, everybody. Seriously. Yeah. God bless. Uh, wear your mask, not because of COVID, but because of the air. Everybody's dying. Peace.